Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm a redhead that reads Reddit, and I'm here with producer Dan. Hello. Who's also edited... <laughs> That's Dan. Who's also now editor Dan. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how this has happened, just because I was editing my own podcast. You're so good at it. <laughs> That's what I was like, wow, he's got such amazing editing skills. This looks so much easier than me trying to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. You can follow me on Twitter at Redhead Reddit or find me on Reddit, user Redhead Reads Reddit. And so what have we got today, producer Dan? Well, I have produced some stuff for you, which isn't overly sickening or uh, degrading. So uh, you might enjoy it. Fucking miracle. (laughs) I've been on Twitter this past week or two, and I've got a couple of um, cracking little tweets, which have spawned loads of replies, and I thought they might be quite good. Okay, so what's this first one? So this first one is from Catherine Cowan, who says, Tell me a time your kid embarrassed you. Me, trying to stop my toddler having a tantrum at a DIY store... I put a bucket on my head and sung, there's a hole in my bucket, only to find he disappeared. So I was just a lone adult with a bucket on my head singing. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All parents will understand that, won't they? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the things that you do. Me in the street. Look, is that a dinosaur? <laughs> to, try, well, it's to try and distract from a tantrum. So when a tantrum was clearly looming, I'd go, oh my God, is that a dinosaur around that corner? I think I just saw a dinosaur. And then... The small child would go, huh? And it would stop the tantrum. How long did that work for? Quite a while, actually. I like it. I might say that to you next time you're (laughs) tantrum. Is that a dinosaur I see? You could have done that to me this afternoon when I came (laughs) in from work. (laughs) I'm at Rob's day at work. Is that a dinosaur? Is that a (laughs) T-Rex? It is. Um, So, the replies. The Dread Pirate Rowan. Great name. Which is at Alternate Rowan. When my son was learning to read and at the stage of reading everything he saw out loud, sitting on a busiest tube and a clear voice came from my side. London sperm bank. Be special. Give sperm. <laughs> Bloke on the other side of me was pissing himself laughing. Love it now. Andy, who is at row underscore tweet, says, My daughter's first sentence while passing KFC with the wife in the car, Dad, Dad's dindings. Hashtag busted. Oh, children, little grasses. <laughs> they always are. <laughs> Laubence of Arabia, uh, Laubinda One, says, Oh, and another time we walked past a couple of emo kids having a snog and she shouted, Mum, I've just seen two witches kissing. (laughs) (laughs) LJB, who is at Amazing Woman, says, In the chemist, I asked about boil plasters as I had an eruption in a delicate place. The chemist wanted to know what size plasters and where the boil was. I ummed and ahed, a bit reluctant to divulge that embarrassing information. However, my three-year-old piped up, it's on her bum. (laughs) (laughs) Always guarantee. (laughs) Amanda Tame at Tiny Mint Tame says, I had to work on a Saturday, so I dragged my four-year-old along to the plumber's merchant to collect a boiler. The man selling the said boiler is, unbeknownst to my daughter, my gorgeous, wonderful new boyfriend. He's loading it for me as she loudly informs him. Mummy did a massive poo this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Bless them. Children love to share. (laughs) They really do. Uh, Louise Wilson at Louise W582 60696. Louise, catchy username there. Very. Um, I'm assuming Louise W1 to 582 60695 are all taken. I think they must have done. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Me and my daughter, who was three, were on a flight but couldn't get seats together. So the aisle was between us. 
She was sitting beside an elderly couple, and when the man ordered cans of juice and crisps from the air hostess, my daughter said to him, my mum says it's nice to share. <laughs> it is. It is nice. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah, mine. My crisps. Anthony Jones at Rachany05. Rachany05, we'll go with that. <laughs> my wife and four-year-old son were at a crowded chippy. There was a large lady in the doorway, and my son asked her very politely to move out of the way. Excuse me, fat lady. <laughs> oh, my God, that just reminded me of when my daughter said that to me. We were in a chemist, yeah. and we were, we were making our way through, like, an aisle to try to get to the till to pay for something. And um, there, was, there was a rather large lady who was blocking part of the aisle, and, I, and my daughter child starts saying, Mummy, I can't get through. This fat lady's in the way. And I was like, ah, we'll, just, we'll just go this way. <laughs> I, just, I need this. Thinking, oh, my God, I hope she didn't hear. The thing is, she's 14 now, and I still wouldn't put it past. So no, she'd probably still say it. <laughs> Ian Pegg, who is at skill underscore edu expert, says, same daughter, different bus, same loud voice. She doesn't come with the volume control. Dad, why does that man smell? And he was sat right on the seat in front of us. Oh. Andrea Williams at Andrea Marit says, my toddler sat in a supermarket trolley very loudly and excitedly proclaimed in the wine aisle, Mummy's Juice! Yep, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, Mr Rhubarb Waffle, who is at Rhubarb Waffle, says, at HMV in Lancaster, there was an in-store event. A friend's six-year-old ran in, grabbed a mic, and in full voice sang, brackets, shouted, Tragedy! When your mum's in bed with your Uncle Fred, it's tragedy! His mum, my friend, was traumatised and we have no idea where he got the song. That is genius. <laughs> I love that. Emily Rogers at Emily R. Dent. In a queue at a boarding gate, we made way for a disabled passenger who our two-year-old son stared at for a good few minutes before loudly asking, Mum, why is that lady in a wheelbarrow? Oh, you can just imagine it's said with volume as well, can't yeah. you? Helen, who is at 76 Kellen. In Boots by Imac for my legs. My lovely niece shouted, Is that for the hairs on your bum or your chest? <laughs> <laughs> Laubens of Arabia, again, Laubinder, one. They opened the door on me mid-wee to a queue of people in British home stores. Oh, loving that. Oh, the amount of times <laughs> I've been in the loo with small children and you sort of trying to half hover and half hold the door. Yep. Corralling children to one into the cubicle. Nightmare. Reminds me of the times you try and go for a, a wee in a public restroom and the locks are broken, but there's the only cubicle left free and you're desperate. So you're sitting there trying to hold onto the door or put your feet on the door. Yeah. Or something. Not good. Yes. Uh, Kath Hubbard at Kath Hubbard said on holiday in France, camping, the then three year old woke up at 5 a.m., came into our tent room and woke me up with the biggest, loudest, definitely clearly overheard through canvas type whisper. Saying, Mummy, there's a bone in my willy. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope the neighbours slept soundly. <laughs> Parents with boys will understand as well. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> Daddy, I can hang a towel, look, was the one that my son did for me really? many, many years ago. Oh, God. Yeah. I've yet to uh, experience this. <laughs> she says, touch wood. Don't tap the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs Lighty Square, at Mrs Lighty Square, says... My two-year-old likes blueberries but can't pronounce them properly yet in the supermarket. Boobies! Mummy, I want boobies! At full volume, cue me over-pronouncing 
Blueberries, darling. Blueberries. <laughs> Michael Trudeau, at Mike Trudeau, Trudeau, says, uh, I had my son in a back carrier and we passed a larger lady in a black and white coat. He began loudly mooing. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh, you had to hope that there was some cows nearby that you could get. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, darling. Milk does come from cows. <laughs> oh, Laura, at Towns2990, my two-year-old watched a lady walk out of a toilet cubicle and said, that lady's had a poo. <laughs> Play. It's quite possible. It's 50-50, really. To be fair. Yep. Uh, Laurie-Anne, who is X underscore Laurie-Anne underscore X, said, I asked for help in a shop and my daughter loudly announced that the man had big ears. I ignored her and she said it again. And then a third time. <laughs> that is the worst thing. It's when you try to deliberately ignore them and they're like, oh, she didn't hear me. Yes. I'll say it louder and louder and louder. And like, <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Copernicus 2, so um, at Reach Homes 1, playing with my phone on holiday in Spain, my then four-year-old son somehow managed to open a text I'd drafted to dump my then-girlfriend in a drunken rage and sent it oh. to her. Oh. Oh. oh, there's no getting around that one, is there? There really isn't. No. No. Oh. No. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to send that, but you wrote it. No. <laughs> Mind you, it was on holiday without her, so... Yeah. Well, it can't be that serious. <laughs> Uh, Catherine Carlick, uh, at Catherine Carlick, says, My toddler saying big black slag instead of slug. (laughs) (laughs) Mummy, mummy, look at that black slag. Oh, my God. (laughs) Context and everything, isn't it? If that was in the back garden, not so bad. (laughs) In the street, (laughs) could be really bad. Cammy Fulmer, at Cammy Fulmer, after catching me in the bathroom, boy number three told everyone he met, My mummy doesn't have a penis. It fell off. Oh, is that where they go? I remember having a lot of questions when my children were younger about why I didn't have the penis. From the young children? From the young children. <laughs> and what did you tell them? I just said that I didn't Mine have one. Mine broke off. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was saying I don't have one, but then um, my son was really sad for me. I do remember that. Oh. Really sad for me. I didn't have a penis. I think oh. quite lucky, really. I think they seem to be rather awkward. These days, you know, you can get one if you really want one. I suppose so. Don't think I do though. <laughs> um, and that's all we've got on that one. Ah. Nice. Uh, the next one I picked out is another one from Twitter, mm-hmm. and this is from Jamie East, who is at Jamie East. What's the best nickname a work colleague of yours has got? My favourite is one I heard Johnny Vaughan talk about on the radio. One place called a lad Levi's because he always went home at five oh one. Paul Sculfer. At Paul Sculver's replied, surely the tale of a colleague called Wayne Bruce, known as Man Bat. I love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Uh, Marcher, who is at Marcher Lord One, said, Sledge, he was always getting pulled by dogs on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eddie Kidd's account, at EdKid01. I knew a guy called Eleven Reef, because anything you've done, he's done bigger and better. If you went to Tenerife, he's been to Eleven Reef. Reminds me of the bloke who's always done one better. If you say you've been to New Zealand, he's always been to Old Zealand. Yeah. There are some people like that. There really are. Uh, Nick King, who's at Kingy underscore 61. The guy I worked with was nicknamed Shaggy, because every time there was a balls up, he'd say, wasn't me. <laughs> Getting in there before a blame comes to him. Yeah. Not my yep. responsibility. Johnny Hero at Hero Belfast says, A guy we know sustained a neck injury, and as a result permanently tilted his head to the left. The compassionate Belfast nickname... 
heavy ear. Like it. Uh, Simon O'Neill says, guy in a shipyard with a deformity in his back, which made him lead forward all the time. He got the nickname Photo Finish, as he looked like a sprinter crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> so cruel. That's a good one. <laughs> Frank at Frank Spicer. There's a lot of Pauls who go to my local, so they all have nicknames. There's one who loves going in for, for a dip in the sea, swimming pool. His mate, who isn't so keen, paddling pool. <laughs> we even have a no-nickname pool, for obvious reasons. <laughs> paddling pool. <laughs> Daz Midgley at Omic Daz said, I've got a mate called Mambo because he once lived at number five. <laughs> They're the brilliant ones, the tenuous ones. <laughs> really tenuous. And it's the ones though, that are stuck yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he probably lived at number five when he was an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> we had, um, there was a lad I used to know and um, was, I can't remember his name, but say his name was Bob. He was called Joe. Because he looked a bit like Joe 90 from the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> he was called Joe by everyone. But if you phoned up his home phone and said, Is Joe there? His parents would pretend that they weren't aware of the fact that their son had this whole oh, other name. Really? There's no Joe here. And hang up and he'd have to phone back and go, I've got to speak to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <and> Joe. <laughs> I used to work with a bloke who looked like Boris Becker uh-huh. in so much that he was ginger. That, that was about it. That was it. Yeah, so the managers called him Boris. Um, and so for all his petty cash, they put through Boris parking and Boris biscuits and all that. Um, and then one day we had a visit from the accountant and he made them redo it all because there was no one there called Boris. <laughs> I like that. I bet he's been paid by Boris. <laughs> Make them stop. Pete Bell, at real Pete Bell. My mate used to work with a bloke called Dave that had a tick that made him lift both arms above his head. They called him Mexican Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they all stand next to him whenever he does it and they all get joined in. Woohoo! Uh, John Black at JB underscore 1964. Probably apocryphal, but a lad called Brian who lost an eye in an accident and was then known thereafter as Brian. (laughs) 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 Julian Hutchings at Julian RH. I heard of a short policeman who was called Laptop because he was a small PC. Neil Fisher at Fatfish59 we had a guy that used to work with us that half his left ear was missing so we called him 18 months as he only had an ear and a half (laughs) (laughs) who thinks these things up Helen H Manley 82 one of our blokes only has four fingers his nickname is Kit Kat (laughs) obviously (laughs) Jack Cooper at Jack Cooper 90 my old man has got hundreds but my favourite one is some bloke out the airport has got a withered hand so they call him the clock because he's got one little hand and one big hand. (laughs) Adam Burns, Adam Burns PR. I worked at an agency who had a client called Andre. Everyone called him Andre the Client. (laughs) And in case you're too young to get that, it's Andre the Giant. (laughs) Yes, famous wrestler. Paul Carolyn, at Carolyn Coach. I used to work at a very sociable company. There was one bloke who never went out, so we called him the Olympic Flame. (laughs) (laughs) Gordon Smart, at Gordon Smart. Campbell Baxter, two soups. <laughs> uh, this mortal coil, at this mortal coil. A guy called Willie Pearson was known as Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, I had to read that one out loud to get that first time round. When I first saw it. <laughs> Sometimes your brain just will not click. Yeah, it's, like we'll... that, it's like that photograph. I'll have to put that photo of the two swimmers <laughs> okay. on, on my Twitter. Somebody put on, on Facebook this picture thing, but it took me ages to see this wasn't two swimmers. <laughs> and I was staring at it and staring at it going, no, I, I still don't get it. And in the end, you don't have to actually point out exactly what I was looking at. <laughs> Before the penny finally oh, dropped. Oh, bless you. Yeah, it's like those magic eye pictures. They just don't work on me. I'm like... No, no me neither. It's just a blur. <laughs> um, Janek Person, at Janek80. A woman named Claire was a duty manager at Darwin Leisure Centre and accidentally mixed some chemicals in the plant room and passed out. A very serious situation that nearly resulted in the surrounding areas and shops being evacuated. Didn't stop us calling her Claire Noble. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Stafford, at Joe Stafford 92, Dulux, because his name is Matt White. <laughs> <laughs> How can his parents have not known? <laughs> I, I must admit, you, I, I work a lot on uh, like a customer database, mm. and some of the names that come up, like, yeah. did you not... Ridiculous, really, isn't it? Did you not think of this? Chris Hodgson, Chris Ho, 154340055. I'm trying to look at that to see if there was anything... Like a It could possibly... Yeah. Yeah. No. ISAEs. No. 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 <laughs> Mate at work is called Biscuit. He has alopecia and is called Gary. Gary Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a Gary Baldy. <laughs> Colin Burton at Colin 1966Y2K. A guy with tinnitus in his ear was labelled Buzz Right Ear. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I'm sure a lot of these must be English because they're so cruel <laughs> and it's very much a British evil sense of humour yeah. to take the piss out of people for things they can't have helped with. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in trade many, many, many years ago and it was very common to be very, very cruel. Yes. So. When, I, when I first started working as a, as a young teenager in a, in a retail place, they used to do all the pranks on people all the mm. time and there were some quite evil ones that they would do like zipping people into like bags and things <laughs> dumping them in the loading bays <laughs> put them in the lifts and sending them down to the shop floor and so on yeah, yeah pretty evil <laughs> stacy farnell at big stace nine i had a mate who was proper cross-eyed so he got called uzi uzi looking at <laughs> <laughs> stew gaskell at stew gaskell we had someone called the Ironmonger because when it was his round at the pub, he made a bolt for the door. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Watson, Paul J. Watson, 72. A builder I knew was called Barry Bag of Apples, as when he was an apprentice, he'd been sent to the shops with the instructions, get me 20 Bensons, but if they haven't got them, then just get me anything. You know now what he came <laughs> back with. <laughs> um, Bensons are cigarettes. <laughs> so he's like getting a pack of 20 cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> the logic. You said anything. <laughs> These are healthier. I was like, he's lucky they came out with apples. It could have been anything. <laughs> Simon Jenkinson, at Simon Jenkinson 10. Local plumber we know, they call him Rhino because he always charges too much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've got. <laughs> the best ones to me are the ones that, that can't be helped, like the Mambo one. It's obvious, probably years and years ago. We watched that um, that Greg Davies routine. Remember, because he Greg okay. Davies is a very tall comedian who used to be you do love him who used to be a teacher in the UK, 
Um, and he does a bit on his shows where he talks about nicknames that the kids have got. My favourite one from that was um, the kid whose dad brought his bag in one day. And it was just a one-off, but from that day onwards, he was known as Bag Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I have a real soft spot for her. I know you Greg do. Davis. I know <laughs> if, you, if you're listening, Greg. <laughs> you should tag him in. <laughs> I'll tag him in. It's fine. I'm pretty sure it's not his Twitter account. I'm sure it's his agent. I'm sure it's not him. Yeah. He would have responded to me by now. <laughs> well, you've been tagging him in, have you? On a secret. I love Greg. Secret, yeah, I love Greg. I love Greg so much. <laughs> and that is everything we've got. So hopefully... That's enough. That's enough, but hopefully everyone enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed it, Redhead. I did enjoy it. Did you have any funny nicknames? Uh, I got called Bollocks at school. Okay. Yeah. Would you care to explain? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently I used to say the word bollocks a lot. Oh, I can understand that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, because my surname is Borley, we were in a science class. We were learning about Boreas gaseous exchanges. So my name got changed to Borleus Gracias Exchanges. Um, And also, because my name was Borley, and I looked a little bit like Rory Bremner, comedian, I got called Borley Bremner. (laughs) Okay, interesting. (laughs) Did you have any nicknames? Not not like that type of one. I had like silly ones. I was called the Wondrous Beanpole because I was really tall and really skinny (laughs) all through school. (laughs) (laughs) But I was an affectionate one. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't think girls are normally quite as cruel with their nicknames as boys. You're probably right. I call stepdaughter Smelly, but it's with love. Yeah. And because she smells. I can't say that. Can do. She's a smelly teenager. Oh, bless her. You wait. Stepson turns 13 soon. He'll be smelly too. Oh, God. I've only got one bathroom. Spoiler Smelly. Smelly one, smelly two. (laughs) (laughs) Thing one, thing two. From Dr. Zeus. (laughs) We should stop. I'm Elaine. I, I have been a redhead that reads Reddit. Please do follow me on Twitter at Redhead Reddits and please do send me links of things that you think I might enjoy and I might include them. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us if you've enjoyed this. Yep. Um, and if you're going to send anything for uh, Redhead to read through, Twitter threads seem to be very good. Really I do. really, really enjoyed that. I do, I do quite enjoy the Twitter thread, definitely. <laughs> Until next time. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.